0: Welcome to Real Everyday People and a Nino podcast. you be the daily hero or see yourself become the villain? See too many dark nights and like the way you living. They got me living. The plot is you know, vivid hands. in the blackdishness. It's like you Real everyday, everyday People. I want to thank everybody, as always, for showing love, for uh, supporting, sharing, subscribing, all that good stuff. Thank you. I appreciate you. A uh, big shout-out to uh, Serenity Atkinson and uh, her mother, Veronica. They threw an excellent event that I hosted on the Detroit Princess boat. It was a total success. Um, if I'd never been to Disneyland before, but if I you know ever did i I would imagine it'd be just like that they had all the disney characters the princes the princesses the mermaids i mean it was just a a whole vibe uh the kids you know it was a backpack giveaway so they all benefited from it so you know i love being a part of positive things that contribute to the well-being of people in the community from youth all the way on up even if you was an adult you that day you just felt like a big old kid man so i was definitely honored to do that and uh you know be a part of that um, today, we got a special guest on here. Um, you know, she's going to break bread. She's going to share her story. Uh, Stacey Coleman, what's going on, girl? How hey, you doing? how you doing? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the El Nino Podcast. Uh, glad you, you know, showed up and show out, you know? Yes, I'm glad to be here. It's so nice. Yeah. Yes, I love it. It's yeah. nice. So, um, tell the people a little bit about yourself, a little bit about where you're from, how you grew up, where you grew up, Okay. what it is and what it ain't.
1: All right. So... um <laughs> Correction. My name is actually Stacy Seals because I know my husband is tuning in. Okay. Um, and I'm from the east side of Detroit. Um, I went to Persian High School. I'm class of '93. What? Yes, boys. Everybody is um actually celebrating their 30 year alumni. Um, so I am a dope girl. Home so, of the dope Some dope boys. girls turnings tuning in
0: that's what i'm talking ooh, ooh, about definitely
1: like this and share this um yeah. shout
0: out to my man dean you know i, I go to <laughs> pershing i speak to the youth over oh, okay. there awesome. yeah I go to awesome, the school awesome. speak to them all that good stuff yeah
1: yeah that's a actually um a lovely school um actually transferred from Finney high school where i was not learning zilch <laughs> I wasn't learning anything there um went there went to persian it was like a total life-changing experience i had never had any classes with any Arabic students mm-hmm. um, at that time the school was like 60 percent black 40 percent um, Arabic
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: just re- learning how to respect
0: cultures different
1: cultures and um, and
0: it's crazy because I was looking at all the class pictures mm-hmm. in the high school like all around yeah and that's all I seen was black and Arabs and I was yeah. like wow there's a lot of Arabs that came yeah. to this mm-hmm. school.
1: Absolutely. Um, actually, in 1993, our class is like the largest graduating class in Detroit Public Schools at that time. Wow. Um, and that's what we always talk about, you know, Detroit Public Schools and how some of them have closed down. Well, a lot of them have closed down. But mm-hmm. just just keeping the respect for the neighborhood schools open, you know, children that live in the area, young adults that live in the area having mm-hmm. an outlet, you know, having the school that's at the corner, not having to go to charter schools and things like that no dis you know Mm -hmm. for you know if your child is in a charter school but just having a a neighborhood school where your parents went to your aunts and your uncles went to that's you know that's part of the being part of the legacy
0: Mm -hmm. so you said you went to finney right and you said that you didn't really learn much what do you think that was why do you think you know because everybody has different comprehension skills but it's also the culture of things you know what i'm saying
1: okay so let me let me re, let me rewind it.
0: Was it you? Was it them? Was it the <laughs> system? You know what I'm saying? It was me. It Talk was definitely to me. me. Talk no. To me. Okay.
1: Okay. So, um, let me take it back. I got to take it back to middle school. So, um, I was in a I was in the seventh grade, and I actually had like three girlfriends in seventh grade that was pregnant.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. So,
1: I guess my morale of school or. What's going to happen to me was already kind of, like, dim, down mm, because Lord, of that. Yeah. Um, and then I I graduated from middle school. And then it was time to go to high school. And at the
0: time, my mother couldn't tell you shit Get ready to go to high school. <gasps> shut up, You feel grown as hell. Shut up. <laughs> so
1: um, my mother, you know, true life story, my mom was a welfare mom. Um, she didn't really get her first job until I was in ninth grade, ninth grade at Finney. Wow um all that time my mom was at home and making it work off food stamps and her check that she gets once or you know once or mm-hmm. twice a month however that goes and that was basically, you know, my lifestyle at that time. Mm-hmm. And did nah. your
0: mom used to take you to Focus Hope and make you? Go yeah, I the Focus Hope. Don't play, don't play, play, don't play. <laughs> I used to be embarrassed in the I was just
1: standing in the car like, please don't let me. I get out the car. Don't have me go in, you know. But uh,
0: she might no. like, me home, grab the pork and the beef. You know what it right. is because the picture of the pig and the cow right. and everything's no. yeah. On everything. Yeah, me and my I brother, did. we always
1: talk about barbecue beef to this day. Like <laughs> or the milk. You know, like I yeah. would tell my my brother, don't drink the milk. This is the made milk. You know. You know, that's yeah. the one that she's with you know but
0: yeah i like that um. lumpy farina that's what i like i like that lumpy stuff
1: <laughs> i can't stand you <laughs> i mean but yeah nothing's wrong with focus hope i mean you got to do what you got to do you no can doubt. do better um Grew up on that shit. yeah absolutely and then we
0: had them food stands back in the day ain't wrong with that you too. go to the grocery store Mom whipping out books <laughs> or she used to send me and my brothers to the store to get changed, buy something for 10 cents, yeah. 25 cents, get the change. I'm like, yeah, she'd be like, hold the book, dang. you know, don't tear
1: it out till you get there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those were
1: the days, you know, those were the days.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, man. if they only knew the shit we had to go through to get yes, to where we are today. Yes, you yes, know? yes.
1: And then I was a stubborn child. Sometimes I refused to go. Like I had to be in the mood. You know, I had to really want something from the store to do it. I'd be like, forget it. You know, is it the green dollar or a paper doll? You know, I was that child. But
0: man, when you were yeah. a kid, you be so self-conscious about everything, man. <laughs> I remember one time my mom pulled up with a loud-ass muffler. I said, "Oh no, I ain't about to jump in this car. Everybody looking at me right now. Anyway, he get in the car with the loud muffler. You know? Yeah crazy i love my mom man but you know my mom used to be about 400 pounds back in the days man and mom always want to come to the school and see me i used to be embarrassed of my mom like damn man everybody gonna crack jokes on me because my mom big. you just you a kid you don't know you got these all these complexes because you think everybody gonna tease you and talk crazy to you you know yeah i get it i I
1: did used to tell my mom please do not come up to the school with rollers in your hair but thank god she wasn't that mom she wouldn't do it but some people did some people parent did do it you know had a rose in the hair had a house shoes on come
0: straight in like there. please
1: do not come up here don't night ever come up here like that thing. yeah yeah <laughs> and everything but no my mama she wasn't like that um like i said uh, my mom didn't get her job her permanent her full-time first full-time job until ninth grade mm-hmm. i was at finney everybody was hanging out finney was the coolest school. Um, shout out to the Highlanders. Um, and I was hey, I was cool. I was hanging out too. A few classes I went to, a few I did not. <laughs> and I got that report card and it was like D D D F no. in the A in gym, you know. <laughs> and my mom was like, What is this? And we moved to the other side of the world. We moved to Seven Mile a Mound and I went to Persian and my life changed. Mm. I actually had a math teacher that was like, I'm gonna call your parent. And I think I laughed at him. Wow, and I and I believe that man came over my house like three days later. He knocked on the door.
0: Get out of here! He did and a house call. He
1: did a house call, and when I saw that he cared, that's when I started caring about me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in your in your schools, did they used to paddle the kids? Like, did they ever paddle the kids? Because I remember when I was younger. They used to call home and and the parents would get a principal permission to paddle. Well, you.
1: I did go to a few elementary schools. I actually went to a lot of elementary schools. Like um, I went to a lot of elementary schools <laughs> and they were paddling the hands. You know, they were paddling the hands. And then okay. they would. I had a couple of teachers that tried to paddle the bottom, but that kind of fizzled out.
0: No, they was tearing our ass up with them (laughs) damn paddles. You couldn't get away with that shit today. You can't even talk crazy. No, you can't even talk to nobody. But they call the police or blow up the school. Yeah,
1: they will, they will. Or these (laughs) kids don't go head up with you. Yeah. So yeah, I get it.
0: And then it just, you know, everything's really politically correct today. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta watch what you say, how you say it, who you say it to, who's listening, paying attention. I'm like, God dang, it's exhausting, you know. It is. It is, but Everybody want their respect. Everybody though. want their respect. It. You took
1: the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and
0: and I understand it, you know, and everybody's entitled to that. Yeah,
1: everybody's entitled to that and everybody you, you got to respect people for who they are cuz you don't know what they've been through, what they going through, how they feeling inside. Um yeah, you mm-hmm. got to respect
0: them. yeah definitely. So, um going on to high school, what was that experience like for you? Oh,
1: couldn't going- tell you shit going out of high school oh my goodness I, I don't know if my mom watching this show i left home at one week after high school and i was just i'm grown, i'm out of here you know I'm, i don't watch across the stage in one week i was done i was i was done with the mom you know being at home being with my mom and my stepdad and um i was on my own yeah, yeah i was on my
0: own yeah i know man did you have siblings
1: i do i have um two younger brothers okay um shout out to my brother um he's actually one of the hibachi kings on on east eight mile road i'm what? i'm extreme, extremely extremely proud of him um he just started his business i have a brother in between us and we're all seven years apart yeah dang
0: 7 mm-hmm. 14, 21 yeah and you and you was the leader i was the leader okay yeah that's cool everybody
1: graduated from high school um for
0: real oh mm-hmm. that's good man
1: yeah but everybody graduated from high school my middle brother's already a grandfather i'm not a grandma yeah but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: i mean yeah we all doing good yeah, yeah that's good i'm good. happy
0: to hear it you know i just you know my both of my younger brothers they graduated but it was like in my in my era like nobody was talking about graduating nothing you okay. know what i'm saying like yeah. you know everything was about survival we stayed in survival mode
1: i understood it understood you
0: know? Nobody really talked about, you know, work ethics or, you know, graduations or anything like that. We was we was celebrating people getting out of prison and shit, you know, Pain. or celebrating before they go into prison, you know, that was the kind of shit, okay. you know.
1: That's understandable, mm-hmm. you know. That's definitely understandable. I just was talking to my husband the other day and I was just saying like I really wish it was like a lot of summer jobs that you know, a lot of summer jobs basically helped us pace the how we respect jobs or how we was going to respect you know you 14 you get your summer job now you want it when you're 15 and you want it when you're 16 and kind of after that you ready to go into Mm -hmm. finding your own job and you respect having a job where so I don't know what happened during COVID but customer service is crazy or they be on their phone or they you there you smiling they looking at you like you ain't walked into the establishment so (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, uh, it's a lot of distractions. It is, you know, and that phone is a huge distraction. You know, it is, it is, it is. That occupy a lot of people's life time. People live their life through. They do. You know, through uh, the internet. You know,
2: they
0: do. I mean, on that type of shit, you can create, recreate Mm -hmm. yourself every day. You can be somebody different if you want to.
1: Hey, if that's what you wanted to do, Mm -hmm. absolutely,
0: definitely. I just, you know, I just hate the fact that so many people lose touch with reality you know and um it just shows that people really do need each other because it'd be so many people just seeking attention or validation maybe yeah, real mean, real you know, people real. Will step by step post to every everything they do every hour i ate this i went here <laughs> my kids this i just that. i'm like yeah dang yeah <laughs> why don't you just come over or something? why don't you just go over your friend's Absolutely. house you know or Absolutely. something like that because yeah, I just feel like it is taking the genuine affection away from humanity with people, you know, like yeah. like you say, you know, when you came in, I gave you a hug because, you know, that's how I grew up. You know, that's how we yeah. greet people with love and welcoming and stuff like that. You absolutely. Know? And, uh, you know, that's just, you know, my culture. That's how we, you know, how we operate.
1: Oh, my family hugs, too. My family mm-hmm. and friends There's some too.
0: people that don't, though. They'll yeah, it like, is what some people that have? don't. Like, like oh, he, shit. It makes yeah. them uncomfortable or they, yeah. like, like, freeze up. Don't know what to do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my bad. You know what I'm saying? I get it. <laughs> I get it. I definitely get it. Yeah. So what kind of student were you in high school?
1: Oh, uh, for the most part, I would say maybe, like, 2.7.
0: Okay. Yep. All right.
1: B minus, C plus, some bees, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never was an A student. Did you ever um, play
0: any sports or anything?
1: I played softball. Um, okay. I played softball. I practiced. <laughs> um, <laughs> I practiced, and oh my God, if any Dough Girls or Dough Boys is watching, um, we're going to always go down as the softball team that practiced our ass off,
0: mm-hmm. and we
1: all got drunk one day, and one of the girls got drunk to the point where she almost committed suicide on Seven Mile.
0: Oh, and the wow. police
1: was called, it went back to the school and we always kick off the team and they had a new softball team in like three days.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then to be just at that age, like, what kind of impact did that make on you though? Like
1: Um, I totally was like, first of all, I was like, How did you get that drunk? And <laughs> you know, like, why you come back to my house? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, definitely. So more so a lot of people looked at me as a leader at that time and that's how I end up. Taking the 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 bulk of it because they was mm-hmm. like we was at stacy house and we was I was, I was mm-hmm. like who said say Stacy's house but <laughs> yeah that's what happened yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, but you got a strong presence, you know, you got, you know, leadership, you know what I'm saying, the aura that you bring, you know, it's easy for people to, you know, want to look up to you and follow your lead. And like you the firstborn, like I'm the firstborn. And I'm like, I was deprived of a childhood just because I had to grow up so fast <laughs> and help okay. my younger brothers, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, uh, I see that in a lot of families today where, you know, um, you know, the oldest, the oldest sibling, you know, always had to grow up so fast because they grow up with so much responsibility. You yeah know? i get and it they get deprived of you know other opportunities that uh, you know
1: well i wouldn't really say i wouldn't really say i wouldn't say deprived um my mom needed my help at that time she needed mm-hmm. me to babysit um so and a lot of people in the neighborhood would be like oh wow she got a kid and i would be like no i do not have a kid this is my little brother <laughs> you know but um
0: and I see guess, how normal it is, yeah. though, to see a young a young person Absolutely. with the kid, and just assume that yeah, it's there.
1: Just assume that it's there. You mm-hmm. know, we definitely have to stop judging a book by its cover. You know, instead of doing that, ask the person if they need help. You know, if you see somebody, do you need a ride? Although I don't suggest that you get nobody car in today's times, but mm-hmm. instead of just judging and looking and pointing, you know, get a sister or a brother a couple of dollars or. Hey I made this bag for you. I made this for your child, you know, would you accept this, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Just try
1: to help. Don't don't tear down nobody, because believe me, you you will get a turn in the line.
0: Man, I'm trying to tell you, yeah. life don't play no games. It's equal opportunity for the good, the bad, and the ugly to come down your way. Absolutely, and them tables are turn overnight. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? You could be right on top, and then the next day you right on down. Okay, you know you better learn how to swim because you will sink if you don't. Absolutely, you know. And and there's a uh, you know huge lack of resources and true love and friendship where people want to help you because everybody carrying their own baggage everybody got their own problems you absolutely. know even if they love you and care about you they might not have you know the time or the money to give you that you might need you absolutely know? absolutely real. totally yep. agree hmm and then um I ended up dropping out of school in like ninth grade. I never had like no I, I never even had it in my mind to, to ever graduate. Oh. You know. I just uh but that's how impacted I was, you know, from my community and my, my family, you know, like it just wasn't in the in the cards for us. Everything was about the streets. Okay. You know. But, you know, I'm just glad that where I'm at today you know what i'm saying was the outcome you know after oh, everything because i say it all the time like i i wasn't supposed to be here you know like all the shit i went through i should have been dead or doing life in prison and you know i got a second chance and and i won't blow it you know
1: absolutely mm-hmm. amen amen to that
0: yup yeah. so um who are some of the people that inspired you when you were growing up like some of the people that were close to you whether it's family, friends, neighbors. Um
1: I had a really close relationship with my grandmother. Um definitely respect the hell out of my mom. Um I, I love my mom. I to be honest, I didn't really understand her until around age 29, 27, 28. I just was like, man, this lady is always on my ass. She's always on my back, but now, you know, age, maturity just I really respect her. I really respect her. I love her. Um, Growing up, I had this man named Mr. Coleman that lived next door to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I might have been like five or six. He had a garden because that's stuff that you don't see no more Mm -hmm. where people just having gardens and you come over and pick, you know, pick Mm -hmm. some apples, pick some pears, pick some peaches. That's that's unheard of in today's Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. Or just you just spending some time with your grandparents pulling up the weeds. I just recently had my 11 year old help me pull up some weeds, and he was like, Man, this is hard. <laughs> and i'm like no it's not her you know this is, this is you maintaining your property you know respecting your property loving your property
0: so and respecting earth mother earth you yeah know? i feel like everything you do is a reflection of you like i was saying about my place like you mm-hmm. come down here this is all me yeah you this know? is dope and, yeah this and, is dope. and i'm sure you know coming to your home it's a reflection of you and the life that you built with with your husband you know yeah
1: so yeah um I definitely had um, a good relationship with my father a good relationship with my stepfather I've had the same four parents since I can remember since around age four and five I had the same four parents Mm -hmm. so even with the rearing of my children with the relationships that did not work and the relationships that did start after that you know when my kids fathers came around I made sure whatever man was in that relationships by hey don't step to them hey don't step to this person that we're doing this for the kids mm-hmm. I don't care I don't care if you uncomfortable you know suck it up this is for my child you know we're getting along from my child mm-hmm. it's not nothing sexual there and the relationship is over it's just mm-hmm. about what you want your child to see you know want you what you want the next um the next generation to to grow up and know how to respect one another if the relationship sours you you don't gotta as adults i feel like it's our responsibility or it was my responsibility at the time to not sour on my kids that the relationship didn't work mm-hmm. i'm still gonna respect this person we're gonna still talk they're gonna still see us chop it up kick it all that
0: and that's good that's dope that's that's maturity and um you know it's it's good for kids to be able to see that because a lot of kids don't grow up seeing that. No, they you don't. Know, they see a lot of, you know, they're traumatized through a lot of the things that they experience with, you know, parents. I mean, you know, whether it's you know legal in the courts or you know just the ugly shit, busted windows, shooting, <laughs> I, know, murder. You know. I mean, you know, stop all the, doing that. All hey, that note to self, stop doing that. Tires. Mm-hmm. I got a cousin. Love you, cuz. <laughs> so I, I, you know, the house next door. Bitch got about 32 bullet holes in it. I said, Damn, cuz, like you what? in the trenches right now, windows busted, everything. I said, They must got a lot of shit going on over here, cuz. She was like, because only one person did that—the baby mama. She been over oh, here, no. shot oh, the no. bitch up, threw uh, bricks through the window. Damn near ran the car through the house. I said, "Are you serious?" No. He was pregnant and everything. I said, "Oh Why? hell no!" She no. was a hell raise. She wasn't playing no games. No. She was letting them have it. I said, "Man, that shit is wild." But no. that's that anger. That's that emotion. You know that that that. I man, you got to be uh you know on a whole nother level of just anger and resentment.
1: Yeah, you, you know do. You saying, do. That, they though. still in a, if they if they busting out your windows and shooting up your house, they are still in a relationship. People abort run away, <laughs> man.
0: She pulled up <laughs> pregnant, fine. On his day, I said, Golly, no. Uh-uh,
1: no, 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 <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing that in 2023 because they take domestic violence real serious today, folks. You will push somebody and be in jail for 30 days, let the wrong person see you do it. Man, Don't do that. It's he... too many cell phones out, too many cameras out. Stop doing it.
0: It's crazy, though. I mean, I was gone for 17 years, so when I came home, it's a whole new world, you know? Women running the world. But the the crazy shit is I done seen the women. They the one beating up the men now. I said, God damn. I talked to a couple guys. Yeah, I had to call the police on her. I said, for what? She got the hammer and all. I said, God damn. I said, times have changed. They ain't playing no games. Put you dead in your nose as soon as you get sideways.
1: Nah. (laughs) You can't force no you you cannot force anyone to be in a relationship with you mm-hmm. don't do that
0: I, you know i think a lot of people have just um become part of you know vicious cycles of things that they grew up you know yeah. what i'm saying unstable relationships yeah. unhealthy relationships you know people are you know just struggling with so many different things from mental health to drug addiction to alcoholism to trauma you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying that they haven't healed from yet and uh you know and they carry that baggage and then they pass it on to the you know to the to the next generation absolutely totally agree, yep. totally agree with that totally agree with that so i keep up with you all the time on facebook because you always got some posts you always got something going on you always got money business you know what i'm saying like how'd you get off into that
1: so um well when it comes to well i actually have two businesses I, uh, I am a licensed esthetician by trade through the state of Michigan. I uh, own a spa business in St. Clair Shores called Body Bar. That's on Nine Mile and Harper, and I started doing that around 2020. Okay, uh, I've been a licensed esthetician since about so during the pandemic. Yep, yeah, I would say <clears throat> it it was like real heavy around 2020, but I actually started the business in 2018. Okay, I've been a licensed esthetician since 2009. I transitioned from MGM. I was a cocktail waitress when I was much smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a cocktail waitress. I did all of that. I did that all of through my 20s, all my early 30s. Made
0: some good money.
1: I did. I make excellent money. <laughs> I made It dropped coins. When the machine dropped coins, I was getting it. Oh, so, man. yes. um, uh, About mid-30s, I was just like, okay, I'm tired. My feet tired. I'm tired of working. I'm tired of working at night. I'm tired of staying up all night long. It's time to, you know, do something else. So I became an esthetician. And how me and you met on social media through social media again. I uh, saw I was saying seeing posters like you, people putting sudden up happy birthday, talking to the celebrities, mm-hmm. everybody posting and what's going on with their life. You like you mm-hmm. liking you clicking and you looking, you looking at pictures, people posting pictures. And um in 2020, my oldest daughter, which is twenty five now. Um, my oldest daughter was getting ready to go to college. Her name is Radiance. <coughs> she got accepted to Loyola University. Um, was a minority coming from a suburban school. And um, school was in Chicago, Illinois. So I'm like, you really want to leave Detroit and go to Chicago? <laughs> and um, she like, yeah. You know, I sent her for the summer. She was able to see it. It wasn't really what I thought. It wasn't like south side of this Chicago. It's mm. like in an area called Edgewater. So uh, very safe campus um catholic college um you know private catholic college and they're they got to go to mass on wednesday and saturday i'm like yeah you're going there you know
0: getting baptized right you're going there so drink holy water
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah i like the school you know so three weeks before she's getting ready to go to school um, we didn't did the open house. We didn't do every open house you can think of. You know, every she got our accolades from family members and. They called me, they you know how they had to catch you off guard. Nina, hey, how you doing? You mm. know, it was one of those calls. It was just like, Hey Stacey, how you doing? I was just like, Hey, how you doing? They was like, Oh, we're just so excited for your daughter to come on campus and we just we're looking over everything and we just need a few more dollars. You know how they say a few more dollars? Mm. And I'm like, How much is a few more? You know, in my head, I'm thinking, eight hundred, you know. I might be able to get up on eight hundred, you know, yeah. even if they said fifteen, I, I can get up on fifteen. They wanted $7,800. Oh,
0: 7800 They wanted
1: $7,800. $7, and they wanted it yesterday. So that so during that phone conversation, this lady wanted me to pay it right away. And I was just like, well, hey, you know, I don't have $7,800. And she was like, oh, don't worry about it. You know how they say that. Oh, don't worry about it. And she was like, we're going to send you a parent plus loan link. Um, did you get it? Just check your email. Because she, she didn't want me to get off the phone at all. So I go into my email and she was like, I'll walk you through it. So the lady walking me through it and in the inside, I'm like, Oh God, you know, I'm thinking about my credit score mm. and um, <clears throat> I do the loan and she was like, don't worry about it. It's going to take you 60 seconds. So I'm typing on my phone and I, I'm like, you get it. She was like, yeah, I got it. Don't worry. You know, we're going over it now. And then she was just like, Oh, you didn't get approved, you know, but don't worry. um,
0: Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, It was
1: like, don't worry. And my, she he was like, Well, can you have her father do it? And I said, sure. You know, let me call him. So I gotta get my posture together. Hey, how you doing? You know, okay, hey, I need you to hit this link. And he couldn't get it. He couldn't get approved. And my husband at the time, he had just got approved for our house there where we living at. So he can he oh, couldn't yeah. add anything else on mm-hmm. to his credit. But I'm I'm noticing, you know, I'm on social media, I'm looking at posts, I'm liking stuff. People I don't know, I'm telling them happy birthday. And I remember seeing a post that said, "Who do you know with less than perfect credit?" I scrolled past that. I ain't had no like. I ain't hearted. Mm. I ain't shared. I didn't tell nobody about it. I scrolled past that, and I told my phone up looking for that. I think it might have took me like a week to find that post. Damn. And um, I found the post. I DM'd the girl. We started talking, but then you get imposter syndrome, and what I mean by that is, I'm just like. I'm not about to mess with this person because I don't know this person. Mm-hmm. But then that that reality wore off because you did just get denied for a parent plus loan, right? Mm-hmm. You might mm-hmm. want to listen to this person. And it just so happened that again, we about to go on vacation in a couple of weeks. And the lady posted, you know, we going on vacation to Miami for the weekend. We balling out, but I can't get approved for a parent plus loan. But I can go on vacation. Mm-hmm. I can sit on the beach and look like I can get it proved, but I can't. Yeah. So she she posted that she was actually going to, um, that she was moving to Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And I said, well, inbox her, because this is your opportunity to see if this person is a ghost. Mm-hmm. And um, I inboxed her. I said, hey, can I have your phone number? She gave me her phone number. And I asked my fiance at the time now that he's my husband i said hey can we cut our trip short and go over to fort Lauderdale? i want to hook up with this girl i want to see if, if she up on the up and up
2: mm-hmm.
1: so long story short we sit down we have a long conversation because she wanted to just hit me with the presentation real quick did it and fit, i was like mm-hmm. uh-uh i got a few more questions we mm-hmm. i actually spent like three hours with her damn and then i said you know is What's this a
0: lot of questions i had
1: a lot <laughs> Cause I, cause now I'm like, you know, you just was in Texas. You know, when I met you, you was in Texas. So again, mm. I'm still being, and you know, the detective, but I got bad credit being a detective. I'm grilling this person. <laughs> I'm the one that he helped, but I'm grilling yeah, her. Yeah. I'm grilling her. And, um, I was just like, well, how are you doing this? And she was like, I run this business from my cell phone. I'm, I can do this, you know, in any state. And I'm just, was like, you can do this from any state from your cell phone. And I'm not a Capricorn in me, you know, has kicked in. You know, I'm like, I want to make some more money too, you know. So I came on as a business owner um, as well as needed my credit restored. Mm -hmm. Um, In about 60 days, my life turned around. I was able to get a land rover removed from my, cre- my credit report. Mm-hmm. I had bankruptcies that I had applied for previously. I was able to get those public judgments off that mm-hmm. definitely would take your score down 100 points just by having a public judgment that has been discharged.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I See, was able to get See, what is a public that. judgment? So, like You're speaking Chinese to me.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> so what a public judgment is, is let's just say you get evicted. Or you get your car repossessed or you do have to file bankruptcy. Well, where people be like, Oh, I'm filing bankruptcy after it has been discharged, the 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 inquiries and things like that have been removed, but what they don't tell you is this public judgment is gonna now go into another area of your credit report to still hurt you. And it was it was a public record. So anybody of substance or that's going to want to give me credit after I apply for it, now I can see this public judgment. So that still was hurting me. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get the public judgment removed. And I was also able to get a $10,000 student loan removed. So after Whoa. that happened, I was just like, Oh, okay. I'm telling everybody I'm running with this, you know, cause mm-hmm. as, as always, we want to, we're going to be an inspector gadget. we going to make sure it worked work before we tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those people. I had a whole business I had invested in. I didn't do anything with the business sector part of it. I just wanted to see if it worked credit-wise.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and if, after it worked credit-wise, you know, I told my sisters, I told my brothers, I told everybody that would listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, again, I had never had anything close to a 700 credit score. I didn't even think a 700 credit score existed because I was hanging out with people that was getting a 620 and they was buying a house mm-hmm. um, or they were getting a 640 and they was buying a car but after you get to 640 or you get to 620 and you purchase your home what they don't tell you is your credit score is going to go back down 30 to 40 points now you back to a 5 now your credit score back messed up and had for you,
0: real i yeah. that would boost your credit
1: no no no, no because you're going to get approved for the home or you're going to get approved for the car but your credit score still got to take a hit but if you were financially literate you would want to have or strive to have a 700 and above so that once you purchase that home or you purchase that car or you get that business on and you get and you have that 30 to 40 point reduction you still yeah, have you a still a good credit a
0: good score, score. Okay. so teach me um, something learn me something
1: <laughs> so that was what I was struggling with and um after that my life had been fight. you that know forever stressful changed though. Ain't,
0: ain't it though like having all that dead on you and like I mean
1: well the thing was it's not even really at that time I wasn't stressed out about that I was stressed out about all my life I had you know a smart child because we just talked about high school what mm-hmm. my grades were. Mm-hmm. I mean I had a straight A student. Um and she go she going to school, she getting good grades. She working, she writing for the school newspaper. You know, you can just see the you can see the dreams behind her eyes. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. when I got that phone call and I couldn't get approved for that long, my daughter was like she had like lost her back. Like her little Aww. back had kinda healed up. And Aww, um yeah I kinda felt I I really did feel like a a failure as a parent you know you tell yeah. your child go to school go to sleep you know wake up mm-hmm. get dressed go to Life's school do your homework i'm gonna help to you it. let's do this report you do all these things and your child get into the school because what let's just back up anybody's about to send their kids to school in the fall it's going to be some hidden costs and as a as a parent how can you not be prepared for the hidden costs
2: mm-hmm
1: or let's just say you send your child to school with everything that they need. What if they get sick? Have you saved some money to be able to put into the car to go pick them up? Mm-hmm. You got some money, say, to get a, a air flight, you know, an airplane ticket to bring them back home? Can mm-hmm. you get there to check on them? Yeah. It's Those are hidden costs. Those hidden costs would not be a hidden cost if you had a credit card mm-hmm. with $5,000 on it mm-hmm. or a credit card with $7,000 or $10,000 on it. So after you use your 10%, you haven't, you know, maxed out the credit card, not having a five hundred dollar one. Mm-hmm. So once you buy that three ninety five plane ticket, now you have maxed out your card. Now your credit score has dropped, but you're trying to go check on Lil Bobby and Whitney. So <laughs> like I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying we gotta make it make sense. We gotta yeah. definitely make it make sense. And I'm out here helping people with the change.
0: That's dope. That's good. That that's that's great because um you're helping people evolve, you know, yeah. you're helping people obtain ownership absolutely you know and um you know and, and you know that should definitely be the goal you know absolutely. that should definitely be um the mission and you know the legacy that you leave you know behind and you know when i was in prison you know the the criminal justice system don't discriminate they don't care if you're rich poor blind <laughs> deaf they don't care i see motherfuckers in prison no legs no arms when not? they don't care they lock you up they want you to pay your dues you know right. but um i've sat down with successful people you know um people who you know invested years in college and got degrees and here and there and and um you know and and that was the difference that i realized between my people and so many people that come from urban communities is that they suffer from having an impoverished mentality and lack of information and education like a lot of successful people always plan and prepare for the future you right. know they save for their kids' college they save for this this that and the other like like I said, when you come from poverty, the only thing you want to do is just get through the day yeah. you know nobody taught us about what to do with money. nobody taught me the value of saving money you know and um and that's made a lifelong impact on me because you just living in the moment you know I could die tomorrow that's how we felt like shit we could be dead tomorrow so we might as well live it up today and um you know even though we was hustling and we was making money I never had any direction you know nobody was like hey we'll save or put it up or invest in this or none of that type of shit you know it was like (laughs) we was living you know one play to the next okay you know and um you know, so coming home from prison, I had, uh, you know, when I went into prison, I was sitting with an old head and he was a legal beagle and he asked me, do you have, do you owe any child support? I said, yeah. He was like, right the front of the court so they'll stop your payments. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, you're going to be, the time that you're in here, they're going to keep increasing your, you know, collecting, uh, you, you know, money for child support so they ended up granting it they stopped it and then at the end of my bid another old head legal beagle was like hey man uh you should write the court and see if they'll forgive your debt You know, child support debt. So I was, so I did it, and they did. They forgave my debt. I came home with a zero balance. You know, Mm -hmm. it was absolute blessing, and I was able to live a life that I never lived because, like before, man, I I I lived as an outlaw. I was in the streets. I didn't, I didn't have no insurance on the car. I had no license. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I was just bog all the way across the board. You know, and so coming home. You know, I, 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 I got a job. I was able to open up a bank account. I got a, a car loan, successfully paid that off. And, like, I got a credit score. Like, I was doing good. I got all these credit cards coming at me. And I'm, like, signing up for all of them. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Because I don't really have a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of money. I had right. just came from home from prison. But they were giving me all this credit. Okay. And, you know, you know me being the man that I am you know you always want to do right and do you know the best for your family and you know the holidays come around or you know whatever whatever we need you know I'm at Gardner White we have Valley City <laughs> I got cars you know so let's get it whatever you want you throw the pillows in too you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. And then I'm like, fuck, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now the bills are coming. Now I got deadlines and I got right. five different payments. And, you know, I'm like, oh shit. And it hit me and it's impacted me. You know what I'm okay. saying? And it's like, I I didn't know. And yeah. then I end up paying off one of my credit cards, assuming that it was going to boost my credit score up. And it didn't, it took a hit because they was like, you supposed to leave a balance on there because if you pay it off, then they closed my account. I was like, how you gonna close my account? I thought I was yeah. going, you know, and they was like, no, that's what happens if you don't leave a balance on there. I'm like, man, nobody taught me this. Nobody told me this. They just gave me all this money, 3000 here, 5000 there. I jumped mm-hmm. on it, ran it up, and yeah. now I'm like, just uh, you know trying to get myself out of that kind of shit, you know and it's frustrating and it's overwhelming when you get emails and texts (laughs) and phone calls and all this shit. it's like god damn but that's the impact of not being educated and being financially illiterate and that was one of the things that they do is they teach their kids about money and savings and we didn't you know we weren't taught them things we were just taught to survive
1: yeah i totally get that um but I mean, you. Sometimes you learn from experience, definitely. Um, but the one thing that I could tell people, anybody that's tuning in, just when it comes to credit, don't close anything, because a large, uh, thirty percent of your payment history is how long you have had open credit, how long you had, you know, how long you have had the credit in general. I hear a lot of people say. Oh, i'm gonna i'm I, when i get done when i pay this credit card i'm done i'm closing this no don't do that mm-hmm. because you're gonna pull your you're gonna lose some of your payment history um and you're right we was not educated um properly or people just kind of you know apply 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 stop applying let's just go back to one major credit card you may have let's say for example you have a fifteen hundred dollar credit card Work with that. Work with what you got. Let's work with that. Work with what you got. Every 91 days, you have the right to pick up the phone. Hey, credit.com, whatever it is. Hey, you know, I had this credit card. I've been paying good. I've been paying right. I noticed that I haven't gotten an increase. And they're going to look at it. Now, you're not saying I would like to apply for an increase. You're Mm. using the verbiage. I haven't gotten an increase because credit is a dance. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna give me some money, and I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get this payment. and You're gonna make some interest off of me. So if they're making interest off of you, why aren't they increasing it? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be increasing it. But our people that are not educated on it does not know that we are entitled to an increase.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Somebody else getting the increase. The people across the street, around the corner, they getting the increase because somebody has shared this information with them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to for all the 2023 we're going to stop saying that we, we're we not educated we about to get educated if you're not educated mm-hmm. I'm putting together a large forum in a couple of weeks and everybody we're going to just be belly to belly go question after question after question so that our people can be educated mm-hmm. we are the ones that's always the last to the table why we don't got to be last at the table we, we deserve a seat at the table with our with our chest out with our it's time to get the posture realigned we have so many gifts talents natural,
0: things that we can do yeah.
1: exactly look at this this is this is beautiful <laughs> this is awesome <laughs> like this is awesome
0: thank you thank
1: you this is beautiful so you got a, this engineer over here i can see his teeth smiling in the dark over there Hell yeah! that's that's talent and just like yo you know just like your institute that you invited me and my business partners to we were blown away Who knew that that existed? But if we're not out here networking, because I have been, you know, closet following you for a long time. Like, Mm -hmm. who is this man? He was just on the news. I'm I'm scrolling. He was just on the news. He was just, you know, you popping up and you doing things with the community. You doing things with um, just males in general, just helping other males. You know, I see them standing alongside of you, but I see you with the stronger voice Mm -hmm. out of all of them. And that's okay because you're, helping to um you're speaking into the person that's next to you or down you know Mm -hmm. four men away from you are strong enough or have the confidence or the posture to speak Mm -hmm. that's what i'm doing i'm like hey this is the this is definitely the time for us to not only let's just let's take it back a bit you a person may not be ready to work on their credit it could be intimidating Hey, I just share what I just shared my story with you. I left Michigan with bad credit and met somebody in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, because I did not believe them. Mm-hmm. We I already kicked the tires, so we don't <laughs> gotta kick the tires no more. I am a real person. But what I'm saying is it is time to take advantage. It is so many loans that are begin being given out. It's so many, you know, fellowships that can be applied for. But you can't you can't apply for it if you if your if your general credit is not right mm-hmm. you know i hear a lot of people they'll skip over that well how do i get to business funding how's your what's your personal look like
0: yeah your, they're gonna take a little bio, small, they're bio. gonna take a small
1: peek at your personal credit uh, i just want to get business funding you're not ready for that sis you're mm-hmm. not ready for that bro mm-hmm. we can get to that but let's start with this first so
0: and that's the thing is that we're conditioned to want immediate gratification. Right.
1: Microwave. Stop microwaving.
0: Yeah. We, we gotta, we gotta, um, understand that life is a process, you know? and, And, um, and we got to meet meet each other in the middle. Right. You know, definitely. you got to definitely do your part, man. That's definitely. a lot of people. They want everything to come to them, man. Yeah, definitely. You know, you just got to put in work just just like, you know, people who are in the streets, you put in work all the time. Like, you know, just, just keep that same motivation, but apply it yeah. to a different path. Absolutely. I tell guys all the time, like, man, the intelligence we have coming from the streets, you know, from networking to social skills to, you know, distribution, you know, whether you're in drugs, whether you're the leader of a gang or whatever you may be, like, you possess an intelligence that you you could apply to a different path and become successful. You can. You know? Yeah,
2: you can.
0: You got to have that hustle in you. You, can. you know, you have to be able to be able to network and social, have social skills and have diverse social skills. Di- and,
1: definitely diverse. Mm-hmm,
0: definitely, because um, uh, you know that that's what the world is 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 created by now is is diversity. Yeah, you know, definitely diversity. Everybody's got you know for the most part equal opportunity. Yeah. anymore, Absolutely. you know, more now than ever. Absolutely. I see more of our people, you know, successful now more than ever, you know. And I'm like, yeah. damn, that's, you know, I, I, I love to see that, you know, that we're evolving and, you know, slowly but surely we're catching up to things.
1: Yeah, we definitely are. But it
0: takes people like us to, you know, share our knowledge. You got people who have knowledge and information, but they don't want to share it with people, you know, and that yeah. that comes we from that whole that. crab in a bucket mentality. You know, I'm like, shit, what I want for me, I want for mine, yeah. you know. For real yeah you know? I, t- I totally
1: respect that um i totally respect that i get you know I, I i've i have been a single parent before um i know the struggle of you know transitioning from section eight housing to renting to purchasing a home i've had all of those struggles Um, I have four children ranging from 11 to 29. Please don't tune in and say, how does she have an 11-year-old? She got a 29-year-old. Hey, things happen. (laughs) But I totally get it. Um, And it's not what I – if I could just leave everybody with one message, the message would be, you know, work on it. Work on whatever it is that you want to work on, whether it's writing a book, whether it's starting your own podcast, whether it is learning how to save or whether it's starting a budget you want to do it before you have to do it you want to do it before your back is against the wall and you're made to do it or in like nino's case you want to you don't want to do it and you can't do it and the 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 opportunity or the time has been taken away from you because you can't do it at all Mm.
0: yeah yeah my thing is trying to find a way to monetize podcasting you know Under some type of journalism, something, you know, because last year I wanted to fold shop just because, like I said, it takes a lot of time, money, energy. I love what I'm doing it's fulfilling its purpose, but I'm personally not being replenished by it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And um, but it's it's just the people, you know, they keep me motivated. You know, the stories we tell, you know, um, you as a guest today, you're going to inspire somebody. You know, man, woman, you know, uh, you know, they're going to seek, maybe reach out to you. You might get a couple extra friend requests after this. You, you never know. Okay. Every time I have a guest, I get a couple extra friend requests. You hey, know I'll I mean? take
1: it. I'll definitely
0: take it. But, you know, it's just it's the impact that you make, the legacy that you're leaving behind for yourself. But um, in real in real time, though, it's like money is vital, man you know and 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 and, and, that's right
1: it's right up there with air i don't i don't know what nobody is going through but it's definitely right up there with air money you can't you can't can't do shit you can't you know what i'm saying
0: And uh it ain't no fun.
1: No, it's not. It's and, not. And
0: I'm a humble person. I'm I, you know, I'm simple, you know, I know how to, you know, be in touch with the universe and be grateful for everything and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, you need gas money, <laughs> all need right. lunch exactly. money and you gotta get an oil change <laughs> right. and you know you got a lot of shit going on yeah, and you it do. all costs money. It does. you it know does. it so, definitely does. So I feel like uh I, I i'm worth some money you know you want to hear me speak you want to this is
1: awesome this is this is this nice yes
0: it <laughs> looks really you, thank nice Thank you. i appreciate yes. it yes
1: hey you're an entrepreneur you haven't been on the on the podcast you need to reach out to them because yeah, this is this is yeah, dope definitely come on yeah. share
0: your story share your journey you yes, know this is dope. and and sometimes it feels good to uh talk about things because a lot of times you know we don't have the conversations that we need to be having like this you know a lot of people they get triggered by talking about their past because you know a lot of times they're still living with trauma that they haven't healed from yeah. but i'm like that's where the healing begins you know oh, yeah instead of sitting at home and talking about everybody else's business you know what i'm saying let's talk yeah. about you everybody has like, something
1: to share that's yeah. worth value um everybody got us everybody got something down in them that will help the next person definitely um yeah
0: yeah and and uh like i was saying like um
1: and you got a hell of a story i just wanted to tell you that i don't know if i ever told you that but you got a hell of a story um and um i see a lot of people mirroring themselves after you um because you could have came home and said you know i'm kicking back but you didn't do you didn't do it you out here in the trenches i see you on the street i see you on the streets on the news you know giving people shout outs i love you guys. um institute that you have um
0: definitely shout out to the dhdc they do a lot of good work there and i I feel that place is
1: amazing that's like a hidden gem like i would love like if that was high school or middle school that would just would have just like plateaued you know
0: because, you know, we didn't have any resources when I was no. young. We had a teen center, but, you know, you could play checkers and shit like that. <laughs> but it wasn't like, you know, like it is now where they're yeah, actually investing awesome. in you. They're cultivating you. They're yes. educating you, you know, with the robotics program and teaching you digital design and yes. videography and photography and, you know, having a state-of-the-art recording studios and just arts and crafts and, you know, print shops, urban graphics. I mean, it's just whatever your interests are. Yeah,
1: that place is awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: We were blown away. We were really blown away. We talked about it for like hours when we got home. Like, have you ever seen anything like that? Like, every I feel like every urban area needs that on the east side, west side, south side, north Mm -hmm. side. Everybody needs that. Everybody needs to experience that.
0: And and the art, we keep it cultural. We keep it urban. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's a representation of who we are. It definitely gives you
1: you know respect. Like definitely respecting yourself and you know looking like li- this li- this is what my culture is this is like mine this is my history you know mm-hmm. it definitely shows a lot of respect for history
0: yeah because a lot of people have lost their identity you know because you know so many people have been lied to over the years through yeah. textbooks through news through just everything mm-hmm. you know and that's what i do respect about this generation is you know they ask a lot of questions and they demand answers you know mm-hmm. when i was growing up my generation we weren't allowed to ask questions yeah, it was, kind of it was, was of my do, do type type as of i day. say do as i yeah. do and get the fuck up out of here you <coughs> You know what I mean? But um, you know, but shit. I no, it ain't no but right? I'm gonna hit you in you your mouth, thing. Yeah. You said it yeah. Oh my god. You yeah, I'm right. telling you, that yeah. shit is real. I'm oh telling god. you. So but this time they're like, well, why not? And how come? And I yeah. wanna know why, and yeah. that isn't right, and you know what I'm saying? And they're my, holding people yeah. accountable. You know and and they're getting the truth about the history of you know yeah. of our country and you mm-hmm. know politics and all that type of shit, yeah. you know my, and then yeah. you wonder why we got so much turmoil right now going on you know because yeah. the truth you know uh you know uh you know the truth is coming to the surface and it when, is when truth is on the manifest falsehood gonna flee
1: absolutely every time absolutely i totally agree with that my 11 year old he he's not um disobedient but he definitely will ask me why why can't we do something why is this i'll ask him a question he he will go question for question for you (laughs) i'd be like almost like shut up you know and you don't really want to just say shut up but it's just like i would have never said that to my parent i would be knocked down the steps kicked in the stomach locked in the basement type of deal
0: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) for real
1: yeah these children are definitely different
0: and it's just why not you know you want to you know you want to understand you want understanding you know When I was younger, I was embarrassed to say I didn't have the answer. I didn't know. And I didn't ask no questions because I didn't want nobody to think I was stupid. Mm -hmm. But that was stupid. You know what I'm saying? That was dumb to not ask the question. So I would just live with the fact that I don't have the answer instead of asking the question and getting the answer. Yeah, you know, and and there's a lot of people who still live that way because we always felt like revealing some type of ignorance made us weak, or would make have have people would look at us like we were weak or we were dumb, right? You know, right, right, right. So we would remain in ignorance, you yeah. know, until we realized that it's okay to ask questions. Absolutely, you know, especially you know for men, you know, men we. We're raised with a certain type of, you know, ego and pride and, you know, mindfulness of, you know, not revealing, you know, who you are or what you are or what you ain't, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like I said, we live in a society today where everybody feed the flesh. Everybody eat with their eyes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and uh, really, we living in a times where we need to be cultivating that spirit right, and, and that can, that can
1: only be so far from the truth because p- please believe these people on social media or pictures that you see those pictures are altered people on social media is living bad no mm-hmm. don't 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 trust the hype
0: yeah you live living a lie yeah you know i mean for me it's just about embracing the realness you know accepting what is and what ain't and being able to live with it and be able to move forward you know it's a lot of people they carry baggage of resentment You know, whether it's for themselves or their parents or, you know, their community, whatever it may be. And they stay stagnant, you know. Yeah, they do. But I tell people all the time, you know, if you pick something up, you got to put something down. And, um, you know, always invest in yourself and, and value yourself and love yourself because you can't demand something from somebody that you can't even provide yourself you know it's yeah. people who have you know looking for other people's validation because they lack their own confidence and stuff like yeah. that and um and, and that's sad and it's unfortunate because then you become a puppet you know yeah. to, 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 to society yeah. you know you feel like if people don't see the value in you then you ain't worth nothing right you know but um you know there's, there's no journey like a spiritual journey because um uh, you know what you made of you know you learn so much about yourself the good the bad the ugly and you know if there's something about yourself that you don't like work on it absolutely and and what is working for you cultivate that
1: absolutely absolutely i totally agree i'm just gonna clap on that one right there thank you thank you i totally agree with
0: that yeah so let me ask you just as a mother is it easier raising boys or daughters who gave you the you know who gave you the, the hardest time Um. Oh my goodness! I feel
1: like guys are boys are simple. Um, I love my I love both of my sons. My sons have my heart. Um, my sons have my heart, but I am not that mother that is like a mother hand over the boys. I'm more so a mother hand over the girls. Mm -hmm. Um.
0: And do you think that comes from how your mother raised you? Because you said she was always on your head a lot. You know Um, what I'm saying?
1: Well, I'll just be on my I'll just be on my girl's head because I was a parent at 19, and I I'm just like you know I already been through the stupid shit and you know I already did all the dumb shit, so you don't got to do no dumb shit. Like enjoy your life, smile often. You know how you said invest in yourself. You know look nice, be a lady. You know be treated like a lady. I don't give a ca- crap what the videos show. I guess I'm showing my age. I'm saying videos. It's social media. I don't give a crap what social media show. Mm-hmm. Everybody not dropping it like it's hot. You know, it's still mm-hmm. men and still respect ladies or young ladies. So I talked to them about that. Although I got a mother, you know, from afar now because they're an adult. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like I can say this. You know, I hope that they're listening. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. still planting seeds and watering, but I have to water from afar and respect their judgments. But I feel like mothering or raising boys would be financially a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Where so, girls, they want shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is so, it's a show yeah, the show. No, you
0: good. No, yeah, we don't, don't do want, no sense It's they called, they called want, real everyday want, people, baby. They, you got want, the little, that you they are. want little
1: pink and red and little stuff. They want all these little trinkets. Yeah. Um. So I would say girls are harder because you know your girls. When my son was 19 and he was dating somebody, I didn't care about nobody's daughter. You going over there? As long as you don't bring it back over here, I don't care. But then you know when it was time for my daughters to go out i'm like hey what time you gonna be back and who was this person and i want to meet them you know type of deal so it's definitely different with your daughters yeah Yeah.
0: definitely i can imagine you know yeah um i I mean you know i had to raise my daughter from inside you know but i was still able to give her sound advice okay you know what i'm saying and um you know and and we still we still got a you know special connection and you know, even though she thinks she know it all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes you got to let them bump their head, too. You because, you know, when you try to just be so involved with them, then you can create a little turmoil in your yeah, relationship. You, you know, so sometimes you got to live and let live. You just give them a little advice, this, this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying? And then go do what you got to do, yeah, you know? You do. And if you choose the wrong thing and, you know, you learn from it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want, you know, my kids living in a repetitive yeah. form Of just you know repeating and you know uh, since, since I've been home, you know my sons Victor and Emilio, they just they decided they didn't want shit to do with me the day I came home, and um, fucked me up. How know? does that
1: work? How does that work?
0: Especially when I talked to them three days before I got released from prison, we talked about we're gonna eat here, let's go here. I can't wait to do this and do that. Okay. And three days later, the day I get home, they decide ah, we straight. We don't want. And how old to are your sons? shit they like uh shit like 23 and 21 something like that right now wow and uh i was like fuck me up and and that's the thing is that you know when you're in prison you're thinking okay i'm gonna get home like you think everything's gonna go how you plan as planned and it doesn't that was day one that was the first day i got out of prison that life and reality hit me Mm -hmm. and and unexpectedly you know i didn't Mm -hmm. see that coming and and, um, you know, I, I, you know, every day I feel like there's a void in my life, you know, because okay. I'm like, you know, I've always been a, you know, a proud father, you know okay. what I'm saying? Even when I didn't know how to father, I still loved my sons, you know? Okay. And, um, but, you know, in, until, you know, I pray for them all the time and I pray that, you know, sooner than later we can, you know, be able to mend whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. But until then, God gave me a hundred sons, you know what I'm saying, to speak to, it. to raise, to, yeah, I see you know, to teach <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, and they love it. Yeah. You know,
1: well, I do, I really do believe that, you know, your, your sons will come back, you know, because the thing is what I, what I, what I want to say as far as parent, parenting children sometimes the children they just see dad my daddy my father my papa they just see that image they don't see you as nino they don't see my you know my daughters don't all my kids don't see me as stacy stacy has a life outside of being your mother Mm -hmm. so and i'm the i'm the parent i'm the parent authority me you know it's me Mm -hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna gonna, i'm gonna respect you you're gonna respect me but i'll be here until you get into your you know gain your Mm recents i'll be still here but um me chasing you down and licking your shoes i'm not doing Mm. that
0: have any of your kids tried you yet um
1: my 20 year old is was giving me a little bit run for my business (laughs) she gave me um try
0: me like she did she
1: did try me she did she did try me um um in her 15 she she tried me 15 16 17 like like really since i did that before like that's not gonna work like Mm -hmm. you might as well just tell me what you want to do and let me decide if i'm gonna let you do it and then Mm -hmm. you know it is what it is my oldest son he went through a big transition around fifteen, sixteen. I didn't know that he was going having some mental illness. He he was diagnosed with having bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And again, in the black community, that's something that we don't talk about or is frowned upon, you know, getting mental health services and things like that. And I just was like, I got insurance, so this is what we're doing, you know, type of thing. And this is what you this is what you need because this is what this is what the Discord is. This is why you're not focusing in school because you have these different ideals and thoughts going through your mind and I'm over here, you know, as a parent we over here, we working we working our you know, our jobs, we running our households we mm. trying to take care of the kids and you over here spazzing out and I don't know why you spazzing out um, and the world, the city don't care that you spazzing out, the world don't care the police don't care, fire don't yeah, care just um, they just it? gonna hold you accountable and, and um, the flip side of that is my son end up getting a felony hanging out with some people doing some things that he didn't have no business doing but those other people that probably was hanging out got straight sense you got bipolar disorder and Mm -hmm. now you get slapped with a felony and it's like damn you know and i take the paperwork to court and i share hey this is what's going on you know i had to find him and i had to figure and that judge didn't care he just was like oh well i'm gonna let him go but he gonna take this felony and i just you know it's just like a kick in the gut like damn
0: ain't no doubt about it i mean i i was i was in prison when they turned prison into a dumping ground for mental health people you know yeah, people who had know. mental issues and it became it created a lot of turmoil in the prisons because you got you know hardened criminals you got street guys you got drug dealers you got killers you got you know rapists you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and then you just putting like it was like putting lambs Mm-hmm. with wolves mm-hmm. you know and um it was sad to see you know i i, I uh, worked at a prisoner uh, observation aid in there where i had to uh you know when when you, there was a lot of cutters in prison people who were cutters people who struggled with a lot of mental health suicide I, I, I had to watch them when they were on suicide watch wow and it was just such a um it was just uh, so sad to see humanity at that level, you know, where they could really couldn't even think because of the meds they were on. Yeah. You know, they barely, sh- ba- barely showered. They didn't really have, you know, any social skills. I would try to facilitate curriculum, life skills curriculum to them, and they're just sitting there drooling out their mouth, and I'm like, man, this is crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like um, how are you going to learn anything, you know, right. when you're just, you know, it's it's just... It's just sad, you know, to wow. see to see it at that extent, you know, to me, that was like the bottom, you know, not only are you in a physical prison, but you're also in a mental prison.
1: Right. Not caring, you know, just being in, uh, I could see that happening. And mm-hmm. I hear that a lot from other people that I know that have been away, mm-hmm. you know, they'll say, you know, it can get, it could get bad and it can get real bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely respect what you're saying. I definitely hear that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why I do what I do, man, just because of all the experiences, all the ugly shit I've seen and been through. And, um, you know, I've utilized it to help others heal from their pain and their trauma and hopefully guide some of those to be able to avoid a lot of the stuff that, you know, that we've been through. But, uh, Stacey, uh, it's definitely been a pleasure having you. Yeah, uh, I love the conversation. I love the growth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let them know where they can find you, how they can reach you, and all that good stuff. All
1: right. So, uh, my contact information is, um, phone number is 800-217-1275. Uh, my name on Facebook is Stacy Coleman definitely inbox me friend friend me i will friend you back and um again i'm putting together a large forum in the upcoming weeks i will drop the location and the date and hope to meet you in person
0: big shout out to my brother zoe at la landscaping shout out to my man danny reyna at dnr uh construction um much love to you brothers big shout out to uh edward martell and martell uh law firm uh hashtag mr not guilty and um you know everybody man be safe out there. Uh please, thank you and excuse me goes a long way. Be kind, be patient, be understanding, man. And you know give give yourself a break and give other people a break, man. I'll see you guys next Monday. Love y'all. Much love. This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Niño podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every
1: Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.